Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. I am Reek. What you doing? How you doing? How you been? Wink, 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 Doo-doop, doo-doop. Flint, flint, snip, wet, Doo-doop, doo-doop. Yeah, football season is back. Before I even get to that, uh, make sure you drink your water. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe to my program. I'm trying to take it to the top. Leave me five stars. Do the right thing for your boy. And last but not least, if you would like to email me, email me at goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Once again, it's goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com. Okay. Back to my sound effects. Wink, 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 Swift, wink, lap, watch, slap. Doop, doop, I don't know if it's because I've placed my thinking or my social pattern around sports, but life just doesn't feel the same if there's no football and basketball on, which is a shame because... I I find myself being snooty whenever people are talking about reality television or anything gossip-oriented, you know, Shade Room, uh, Hollywood Unlocked, whatever have you. And I find myself being all uppity, like, I don't watch, I don't watch reality television. I don't follow the Shade Room. I don't, I'm not into gossip like that. Until it dawned on me that I'm still involved in, in other people's lives that don't directly affect me. I guess it would affect me if I was a avid sports gambler or a sports better, but I recreationally watch sports the same way you recreationally watch VH1 or the E Channel or Bravo or Desperate Housewives of Nashville or whatever the fuck is going on. So who am I to look down on you for what you deem as entertaining? When I'm doing something that could be looked at in the same light, it's very possible that me following House of Highlights and ESPN is comparable to you following the Shade Room. It's all centered around the accolades or the behaviors of other people. It's not about your family. It's not about your friends. Unless you have family and friends that's in reality television or in sports, none of this shit really affects you. So why be into it? So I said to say that I apologize to everybody who always asks me about the shade room or anything, I guess, reality oriented. And I'm like, I don't watch that shit, man. I'm, I, that shit is not my style. But here I am watching six hours of football. And I want to send that apology to everybody because I'm trying to end the race war. So I feel like if we just have respect for we deem as entertainment we can go in a positive direction. You watch this. You like crime dramas. You like crime documentaries. You like reality television. You like people acting a goddamn fool on YouTube. This is your type of entertainment. My type of entertainment is sports and documentaries and shit like that. It's all centered around other people doing things and me watching other people do things and finding enjoyment and entertainment from it. So with that being said, Last Thursday, football started. This Sunday, I was just in my crib, tucked watching football all day. 
And the only thing that had in my mind was what like black black Here I am losing all of this weight. By the way, I'm down 16 pounds. How at your boy? I still got 25 more pounds to go because I want to get down to 205. So right now I'm 228. And a big reason why I was able to lose all that weight, not only because it was summertime and it was hot and I was able to run in the sun and get more sweat and do all these other type of things. And the primary reason why I was able to lose weight is because I wasn't drinking beer. And the reason why I wasn't drinking beer, because there was no sports on, there was no basketball on, there's no football on. So just the repetitive activity of just going to 7-Eleven, buying a six pack and drinking a beer and watching the game wasn't happening. So now my weight is in danger because football is back. Now, if you're uh, unfamiliar with the sounds that I'm making, because I do understand I have a fan base that might not be into sports, uh, that is the sound of, what is that, Monday Night Football? Yeah, that's Monday Night Football. Uh, The Broncos versus the Seahawks come on tonight. So turn on ESPN at 8 o'clock just to hear the sounds that I'm making because that is the theme introduction introduction music to Monday Night Football. What, 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 and now my soul is at peace because not only is the NFL season amongst us, but my football season is amongst us because I have a game on Sunday, which I'm very, very scared of for one reason, one reason uh, in particular. That plural effusion shit that I went through two weeks ago, that slowed down my training by two weeks. The goal was to be at least 220 to 215 by the time the season started, and I was on the trajectory of doing so. But now, because it is lung shit, I got to go out get myself back in fucking shape. I have six days to do it. At that point in time, I had 21 days to do it. So that's more time to run, more time to do wind sprints, more time to stretch, more time to do some conditioning drills, more strengthening drills, whatever have you. Now, it's going to be Sunday, and I don't know if I can even run full speed. Because when's the last time you ran full speed? Like, I go running on the track. That I do that for as long as I can, whatever have you. I was running three miles. Now I got to go back to doing what I was doing. But I don't do a lot of wind sprints. And when you do wind sprints, that's when you blow a tire. That's when the hamstring goes. And then you're rolling around and you're looking like a fucking tumbleweed on the field. And niggas looking at you like, ah, did you stretch? Are you dehydrated? That's the first two things niggas going to ask you. Have you had any water? Hmm? What are you doing? You was probably drinking last night, right? Look at you cramping. Oh, did you stretch? I know you don't stretch. And just say all kinds of things that you don't want to hear when you're going through agonizing pain of a muscle being pulled. Now, all of you are not athletes. So there's a large portion of you guys that don't know what a pulled muscle feels like. And when you wake up in the morning and when you go to bed, give thanks to God or Allah that you never went through no pain like that because that shit fucking hurts. Which reminds me, I need some um I need some stretching routines for my hamstrings because I'm tired of having Charlie horses when I'm having sex. My 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 thigh just starts cramping 
and I got to go through the pain. And the last thing you want to do is show weakness when you're trying to be dominant. And there's one particular position that this happens to me when the woman's on top and I mean, I'm using my hips and I got her. I mean, she's on top, but then she runs out of she runs out of energy for all of you guys that play 2K. That's when the Gatorade symbol starts coming on the side of the player. That's when a woman just don't got no ride left. You know what I mean? She did the up and down. She used her butt cheeks. She used her waistline. But it's very seldom that a woman is going into the gym and working on her conditioning. So she doesn't have the muscular acuity to do what she needs to do to bounce up and down for a long stretch of time. Right? So when she gives out and when she got the Gatorade symbol next to her, that's when I come in and I start getting my pump on. Ha ha And then once I'm in my bag, when I'm in that bag, all you hear is and my fucking hamstring goes on fire. Now, a lot of times I push through it because when you have the goal in mind and you have the eye of the tiger, no pain can stop you. But there's times I'm like, uh, uh, yo, hold on, hold on for a second, hold on. And it happens to me every single time. The woman looks down on me like I'm I'm a weakling. Like, oh, this nigga came already. No, 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 no. I got four minutes left. I have not emitted any kind of semen from my penis. That is not what's going on here. What's going on here is my fucking hamstring is on fire and I need to stretch. And I got to grab my toe. I got to grab my kneecap. I got to stand up straight and touch the floor. I got to do all kind of silly shit just to get back to business. So between sex and flag football, I'm tired of my hamstrings betraying me. So if any of you guys have any stretch routines, you'd like to send the original. So my hamstrings can get back to where they need to be. I would deeply appreciate that. I mean, uh, on another note, I want to tell you guys something cool that I did uh, when I was going through the plural effusion. If you're not if you're unfamiliar with what I'm talking about, just please listen to the last episode. You know, the shit dealing with my lungs, you know, they uh, prescribed to me oxycodone for the pain. And I'm like, OK, there's this is. This is what rappers are talking about, whatever have you. This is oxys. I'm, this is what it is. I, I got the drug and all that type of shit, right? Cool. They was telling me like, yo, oxycodone could lead to addiction. It could lead to constipation. It could lead to blood clotting. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, but if you're in pain, don't even fucking worry about it. Fucking, um... Just do us one favor. Just don't drive. I'm like, don't drive? Of pain medication? Like, yeah, because technically you'll be under the influence. And, you know, if you have to drive, then we can't tell you what not to do. But we're just, our expert opinion is telling us to tell you not to drive a vehicle. And I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on here, son? Not only are you niggas not fucking prescribing me the things that deal with the fluid on my lung, but y'all giving me constipation vibration? Y'all giving me the vibes? So when I'm on the bowl trying to alleviate all the nonsense that I've eaten throughout the day, the shit just says nah and pause and now I'm just on the I'm just on the toilet just stuck. What is going on with the American medical system, son? And the reason why I can't be a vessel of change is because when you want to go into the medical field, you have to go to to school for a thousand years. Like that shit and being a lawyer is nothing that I'm prepared for. And I understand why you need to go to school for a thousand years. 
because if you've ever been in a hospital and you're speaking to a, a specialist, no matter what's going on, a lung specialist, a heart specialist, a fucking arm specialist, a fucking toe specialist, and they start hitting you with that terminology and that phrasing, you don't know what's going on. You just see them reading charts and you see them looking at screens and they're just speaking to each other in this certain type of fucking dialect that sounds like pig Latin. And then they're looking at you and you're trying to follow the conversation and you're trying to retain certain words so you can google them later and then you're asking the doctor to write certain shit down he's like oh no no don't, don't worry about that all this means is nigga no the don't give me the layman's version to what's going on in my body brother man but the way that they can just ring this shit off off the top of their head is amazing you know a friend of mine uh shout out to her i won't say your name because i've i've learned to not say names of my friends when i'm giving these stories because you know a large collective of you might know who i'm speaking to if you follow me on uh instagram twitter what have you but i have a friend of mine that is taking over her grandmother's house right um you know she's been bouncing around from state to state but now she's in a space of claiming her independence and she's been doing that for a few years and the only reason why i'm bringing this up is because recently her grandmother had to leave from the top of where she was living at to go be with um her parents and i mean the yes my my homegirl's parents which is their grandmother's children whatever have you because you know i mean she's old in age and now living by yourself just ain't the wave no more you in your 80s you lived your life now you need some supervision while you go into the twilight of your life right and the only reason why i'm bringing this up is because i was there when they was moving some things out they didn't ask me in particular for any help for whatever reason, but I just happened to be there one day checking on my homegirl and there were a, a collection of books that I was looking at. It looked like encyclopedias and I was like, oh, what are these? And it was an, a nursing dictionary, if I'm not mistaken. And there was like five of these shits and they looked like fucking shoe boxes. And I was like, yo, wait people are supposed to just know this off the top of their head yo i open these books up these books from like the 70s and 80s and you see all this phrasing and terminology and this means that and this word means this and you need to get this whenever the doctor says this and i just read a few pages and i'm like yo son what and it was volumes it was like a, a nurse's journal of how to not kill patients and shit like that and i'm like your old ass grandmother had to know this and this was nursing then when the technology wasn't even lit let alone what you got to know now, because not only do you need to learn all that shit, but now you need to know how to operate the, the lit technology with the old phrasing. Fam, I understand why niggas just told me, get the fuck out of here and just take some pills and just holler at us in 10 days. There's so much shit you got to know. They looked at my black ass like, man, fuck this nigga, bro. There's other things that we got to go that we got to look through. Now, me being as stringent as I am, I'm like, yo, fam, you got to let me know a little bit of something. But they're looking at me like, fam, do you know how much information I got in my brain right now? And you talking about some weak ass long man up, eat some Wheaties, take this doxycycline, get the fuck out the hospital, drink some water and stretch every morning and night. Nigga, what else do you want us to tell you? So, yeah, you know, um, speaking of Sundays, because, you know, I was talking about football and I was watching football all throughout the Sunday. Have any of you ever been to smorgasbord? You know, I was on my hiatus. I've been meaning to uh, speak about this, and I haven't had the opportunity to do so. I went to Smorgasbord a few weeks ago, and I now understand the hype. And it also taught me a little bit about myself. 
If you put me in a controlled environment with like food and friends, I can be somewhere for nine hours and not make any type of noise, not be a nuisance to anybody, be thoroughly entertained. And I didn't know I was this much of a minimalist, probably within like the last two years or so, when I'm really starting to unwind and really start to know who I am as a person, as opposed to just being so reactionary to things. I'm like, you know what? Who who am I? What am I? Why am I like this? How did I become like this? And I'm coming to my own conclusions how I've collected a certain amount of traits so I can now have the personality that I have now. But smorgasbord is a great time for reasons I can't even explain. One, there's nobody that looks through your bag. So if you just wanted to go somewhere and get drunk, which is always my jam, you can do that. Two, uh, there's all these stands of different foods and drinks, not even uh, alcoholic drinks. There was like a, a maple syrup lemonade stand. There was a, a sugar cane stand. There was a smoothie stand. There was a, a, a milkshake stand. And then you have Kobe beef and then pause. And then you have all these other type of things that was at my disposal. It was the first time I had Kobe beef. It was the first time I had a lobster roll. Um, I had Japanese fried chicken. I had a fried chicken sandwich, Japanese style. All these things was going on simultaneously. And I'm sitting there and I'm chilling and I'm looking at the camaraderie of the day. Some people were on dates. Other people weren't. Some people were just there to chill and vibe and have a few drinks. Some people, you can just tell this is just their day off. And they wanted to come to the park. And as they was coming into the park, uh, this prospect park, because I went on Sunday, they were like, you know, let me get a bite to eat. And it was just a beautiful experience overall and next year i gotta go at least three times you know this year i did it for the first time i have went by myself i told friends to meet me there but the one thing that i've noticed about myself is i like socializing and i really had to dive into myself because i'm not the biggest activity person so let's um let me give you guys a, a more vivid explanation as to what I'm talking about, right? There's wine tasting. There's apple picking. You can go to a pumpkin patch. You can go um, axe throwing. A collection of activities that you can really be engulfed in. And I haven't done any of that shit. But if you tell me a place that people are socializing... My ears go up and this comes from me being an only child and the vast majority of my days, not day, days, I'm completely by myself, like utterly alone. No siblings. Well, I have siblings in Florida, but they live in Florida. You know, my aunt, my uncle, my cousin, they all have their lives and their careers, whatever. And then prior to that, it was me living wherever fuck I was living at, but it was literally just me just maneuvering the way I maneuver. So... Me on lone wolf time, I'm like, all right, whenever I have the opportunity to socialize with people, I seize that opportunity. Whereas other people might want like personal time and me time and, yo, I just love time to myself. And maybe I'm spoiled in that regard because I always have time to my fucking self. I have, I have so much time to myself. I do a podcast by myself to show you niggas how cool I am with just being alone. 
But whenever there's a party, if there's a game night, if if it's smorgasbord, if there's a um, a lounge, if there's a restaurant, if there's a bar, uh, if there's a barbecue, um, some type of themed party, I'll be prone to go. I'm like, all right, cool, let's go on. Because I like being around people. I like conversing. I like seeing things. I like being a part of things. And the only time that I engage in activities, because another thing I want to tell you guys, like, um, I'm getting better in pool and billiards. I feel like every man needs a hobby. And if you're just a nigga with no hobbies, then who are you for real? You're just a nigga that just goes to work. And maybe maybe you're like Tom Brady and Tiger Woods where you just key on one thing and then you key on that one thing makes you a master at it. But there's only one Tom Brady and there's only one Tiger Woods. So if you found a thing to key on, then cool. More respect to you. But if you're just somebody that just, you're more about the money. I'm a fucking hustler and everything I do got to make money more power to you but to me I like being multifaceted I like doing things I like seeing things I like being a part of things and playing pool is the one thing I can do from now until I'm 80 and I don't have to worry about any kind of physical attrition or anything like that no type of decaying of you know physicality or anything you know what I mean as long as you have some level of fucking strength you can always play pool so i've been tapping into pool so i can get better at that watching a number of youtube videos and things of that nature and the reason why i'm bringing all this up is because the only time outside of pool that i like engaging in activities and this is gonna strike a lot of you guys as a uh, as odd is when i don't have to pay for them because I found myself having to do all this abstract shit when I'm on a date. But then I feel like I'm getting, I'm not getting a fair end of the bargain because I'm doing something that I don't necessarily give a fuck about. But I also have to pay for it under the guise of being with you. But I'm with you because I love socializing. So I'm like, okay, I'm paying to essentially be with this woman. I'm just talking about dating overall. I'm not talking about something I did fucking yesterday. To my dating overall, like whenever I'm going out to a restaurant, I don't give a fuck about, or if I'm doing an activity, I don't give a fuck about. Let's do things. Let's let's get out there. I want to fucking go outside and blah, 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 blah. like all right. So um, let's do these things. But the one thing that I like doing that's an activity that I don't mind paying for, or I don't mind being a part of, whatever. Outside of pool, football, basketball, whatever. Have I co- have I told you guys that I'm a improv comedian now? Has that come up in conversation? I don't think so. I've been doing improv for the past few months. And if I have told you and I forgot that I told you, then fucking deal with it, son. We're in minute 23 of the podcast. I'm filling time. So I've been part of this thing called Disfunday. And this is my ego talking, but I feel like I'm one of the more preeminent people that's on the stage. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the right thing. I'm entertaining everybody. I'm getting the laughs that I feel like that I can garner. And, um... The last show is October 7th and they tapped into my competitive bag because it's men versus ladies. So what's going to happen is it's going to be seven rounds and throughout those rounds, we're going to be competing versus women. And then we're going to ask the audience who won that particular round and it's best of seven. And I'm looking forward to it. And afterwards, it's going to be a party in the same spot. So we're all going to be chilling and drinking and dancing and doing all kind of cool shit. And if nobody shows up, and if as soon as the show is over, because we always we I think it's like four second a month of a sold out show. 
if the show's over and nobody wants to come party with us and everybody wants to leave and go home, whatever, the cast of this fun date is so dope. I just want to sit and chill and listen to music and drink with them because it's it's very rare where you're in a position to where you're looking at people and you don't think nobody's a bitch ass nigga. Like none of the niggas ain't corny. None of the women I view as like bitchy or not dope. Like your wife, shorty, even a part of the crew. She don't even got no persona. She's not even cool like that. Like there's none of that. Like everything is centered around cohesion, positive cohesion. And I'm very happy to be a part of that. So if you guys would like to come to that, yeah, I'm just holla at your boy. I'll let you know where to go so you can see me on stage, do my own thing. And me now doing improv comedy really has my my blood flowing for me to do a live show. I've done this show for long enough. I feel like I need to take this shit on the road. And even if I speak to 10 people a venue, that's just what it is. I, I got to speak to 10 people a venue because it'll be my 10 people. You feel me? So, yeah. Also, I wanted to give an apology for not releasing an episode last Friday, but you guys are probably tired of my goddamn excuses at this point. But these are happening more frequently. Episodes going to come out because I miss you guys. I don't feel I don't feel like I'm a part of the world the way I need to be a part of the world when I'm not recording it up and uploading it for you guys listening pleasure. So, yeah. But just to close off uh, this episode, as far as activities is concerned, I'm breaking habits that I have that I don't deem as a positive. And looking at activities like some shit to do with women is not the way to live. That's that mochismo nonsense that I grew up with. And that's my view of the world. And being open to throwing axes or going to the gun range or mini golfing or zip lining fucking helicopter rides all this fucking cool shit that is at my disposal of just doing a fun activity like everything don't got to be partying everything don't got to be going out to eat everything don't got to be going to get a drink like i can actually like do things that's fulfilling and worthwhile and this is why i'm getting into pool and this is why i'm saying this out loud because there's a lot of you guys that are like me the only thing that you do worthwhile maybe go to a sporting event but you go to a party you go to a lounge you this you do that but you don't do anything that's also fun like oh that like a bouncy house or a goddamn uh, a haunted house where you walk around and shit like that and they try to fucking scare you because uh we're, clo- we're closing in on a uh, halloween within the next few weeks so you feel me just doing certain things just to get the blood flowing to be like oh that was that was a cool activity you know what I mean? And the thing about me and a weakness of mine is I don't even know where to find these activities. I feel like women got obscure activities on Smash. They just know where to go. Women love comedy, so they know who's performing, when they're performing, how they're performing, some fucking low-key dates. Like, oh, I didn't even know Dave Chappelle's in Long Island. How the fuck did you even know that? I follow this nigga on Instagram just like you. He didn't even release these dates, but just people just be on it. So open yourself up to do things that you didn't think that you would find fun. Go to the wine tasting, bro. Go, well, fuck that. Don't go to the apple picking. Don't go to the pumpkin patch because that shit is trash. I don't care what none of y'all say. But the other shit, give activities a chance, even if you have to pay for them. And the reason why we have the mind that we have is because we don't do these things with our homeboys. I, I've been alive for 32 years. Niggas have never hit me like, yo, son, y'all niggas trying to hit the winery? Never. Yo, y'all trying to hit the brewery? Do this, uh, 
beer tasting, see how much hops is in this new beer that's coming out that's seasonal. No. Yo, son, y'all trying to go axe throwing? No. Yo, y'all niggas trying to hit up top golf and see what's going on and I mean, get our golf on? No, my nigga. I've never experienced this. The only time I experience obscure activities is when I'm with women. And it doesn't have to be that way. You don't got to be relying on women. You don't got to be relying on people inviting you to things. Do things on your own accord. And I'm saying this to you because these things that I'm doing, I never used to be a runner. I have the worst endurance in the world. Now I'm starting to run because I want to change my life. I want to change how I see the world. I'm doing improv comedy. I never thought I was a fucking comedian, but here I am doing things. I'm over here fucking playing pool. I'm fucking terrible at pool, but it don't got to be that way. Open yourself up to doing things that are new and exciting to you. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I will speak to you guys on Friday.